gets better. Say that it gets better. O-P-S, I'm O-P-S, I'm gay-ish. Hello everyone in the podcast universe, this is Gayish. The podcast that believes whatever will be will be better with hot sauce or, said another way, que sera serrano. Are you done? <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> whatever will be will be hot sauce. Sat on. Okay. No. <laughs> I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Guts. And we're here to bridge the gap between sexuality and actuality. Today, we're going to talk about gay bars. We're going to talk about gay bars. And I originally was like, this seems like a very straightforward topic. And like every fucking yeah. thing. Straightforward. <laughs> <laughs> Puns. Um, what are you doing here? <laughs> um, uh, but there's like, I don't know, there's controversy about gay bars. There's very interesting things I'm excited to talk about. Yeah. But first. But first. I have a couple of things to talk about. Okay. First of all, uh, do you know who Brian Sims is? Uh, yeah. He's my uh, Sims character. Yeah. 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 It, did you know that your Sims character uh, is a member of the Pennsylvania legislature? No. Yeah. Wow. That that going to the government building every day sure has paid off for my little sim. Yep. And apparently fucking dudes also helps the sims. Yep. Okay, sorry, what's the, your real story? Um, do you recognize him? Here's his photo. We'll post it to the website and the Facebook group I after this. I do not this. recognize him. No, actually, him. Uh, somebody uh, starts with a C. C. Um, uh, uh, Carl. Carl? That's a... Carl with a C? Is that how you spell Carl? Cameron. Let's go with Cameron. Okay, sorry, Carl. You got bumped. Cameron. Cameron, post a picture of Brian Sims. <laughs> uh, that's Brian Sims. He's, okay. He's like, so he's openly gay, and he's in the Pennsylvania legislature, okay. and he is pretty. Uh, is he a daddy? Is yes. Is this, if we're, okay. Yes, he's a daddy bear. He's got smoldering blue eyes and just fuck me face. <laughs> Okay, I feel like fuck me face maybe maybe what you see in his face because of but yes, he's very attractive. Uh and apparently he has to be at least a little smart, right? No, a just bit. just no, just popular, which I'm into. Yep, sexually. Yep. So, yeah, he's a democrat, obviously. Well, not obvious there are some uh there are no some... republican gay people. They or if they if they are, they don't listen to us. No, maybe they do. <laughs> How is that possible? Maybe they dropped their phone and we accidentally started playing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think of what situation may like, do you want to hear something terrible? Their legislative aide says, and they're like, okay. Like I'm down with Republicans listening to us. I really am. I hope they do. I hope that they like, dipping their toe in the other side or mm. whatever. But like, I don't understand gay Republicans. I don't understand. Like it's in the party platform that they don't think we should be able to be married. hundred percent. What are you doing? You might've fooled yourself into thinking that you're working from the inside to fix it or something, but you're like, you need to work harder because it's not working. (laughs) Okay. Aggressive stance taken by Mike. I like this. No, I, but you're right. Uh, uh, Joseph Peters Matthews. Like he said about like, you know, working on religion through the inside. If people really care about the Republican platform to they should be like vocally angry at the Republican Party that they are a part of. Which I haven't looked into the Republican Party, but I haven't heard that. Anyway, what else you got? Um, So so Brian Sims, gay and out and happy in in the Pennsylvania legislature. But uh, he has an arch enemy in the Pennsylvania legislature <gasps> named Metcalf, who is a Republican, and he started calling Sims uh, publicly a lying homosexual. <sighs> lying homosexual representative Brian Sims has been under an ethics investigation, blah, 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 blah. Then there is touchy-feely representative Matt Bradford, who has touched me over 40 times in what many observers have said is an attempt to provoke me. So, two different dudes. One of them isn't even gay. So... Basically, Metcalf said to Sims that um, same-sex marriage is an open rebellion against Almighty God and God's word. Sure. Metcalf complained that Sims called him an ignorant racist bigot after a dispute, um, called him crimson-faced and emotionally unhinged. And basically, when he was confronted about this here last week, he said, look, being gay is immoral behavior. I don't have to behave myself. Like... Well, okay, this that logic is incredible. Yeah. Um also 
a straight dude calling a gay dude crimson face. Like, I don't know. That's just that alone. That, that's comedy right there. Your knowledge of Crayola really <laughs> says. It's just, let me complain about this gay dude by talking about colors. And um, so this Matt Bradford person, the other representative uh, who's, who's a Democrat, he has been touching Metcalf like during like in the hallway during hearings to get his attention that kind of thing mm -hmm. and he said so Metcalf said look I'm a heterosexual I have a wife I love my wife I don't like men as you might but stop touching me all the time like talk about toxic masculinity just that like merely being touched by another man has anything to do with being gay or like yeah, your heterosexual marriage, you fucking ignorant ass bigot fuckface. So you're you end up like rating him a B. Like what? Yeah, are you, yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I think something you've said before is like straight people get the fuck over yourself. He's touching you on the shoulder. That is not our way of saying like fuck me up the nose. Like yeah. a gentle touch on the so shoulders. And dude like, isn't even gay. Oh, that's to the straight. That's the to straight the straight guy. Democrat. Yeah. Oh my god. Because because you're a Democrat, you must be secretly gay or something. When let's we all know who's secretly gay here. Yeah, my dog. Great. Next, are you ready? Yes, okay. I'm ready. Uh, this was in Newsweek last week. Uh, it came out on on uh, the uh, internet the nineteenth. Oh. New favorite job, maybe. Okay. Scientists have proven that flies, fruit flies, enjoy ejaculating. <laughs> so new research shows that experiencing pleasure during ejaculation, even male fruit flies love it. Huh. Yep. So uh, it's so crazy. They made it so, so fruit flies can't see colors, but they somehow bred these fruit flies so that when a red light is shined on them, they just start jizzing. <laughs> they just... Are they in Amsterdam? Are they down that one street? That, like, I get, I would get that. Can you imagine? <laughs> um, so then uh, they used that to discover that they preferred the areas with the red light. <laughs> they, they sought out red light, even though they can't see it because like, oh, this is the place where I start jizzing. They get to jizz until I can't jizz no more. Um, that's hilarious and awesome and everyone loves sex and it's cool yep so throw back to our animals episode one of the researchers mm. said that some people have heard the rumor that only humans and dolphins have sex for pleasure mm -hmm. and uh this this uh researcher dr bondar describes that as completely untrue <laughs> there are innumerable innumerable accounts of enjoyable sex across the mammalian world and we can assume that with the evolution of the clitoris that female mammals can enjoy sex too it, it, in the article is hilarious because it talks about like it uses the phrase fly jizz <laughs> um, um, but they also discovered that there's an alcohol component that fruit flies, if they have had enough, if they've come a lot, uh -huh. they don't drink the water that has alcohol in it. They drink just water. Like it makes them happier, which that part didn't make a lot of sense to me because we all know that booze and sex go hand in hand. No, but like after you've come, you're like, it's before you come that you drink alcohol. That's true. And then you get it and then you want water. Fruit flies are basically human gay people. I think <laughs> also I'm picturing a new book that I'm going to write. Okay. <laughs> it's called Evolution of the Clitoris, a Hillary Clinton story. <laughs> she doesn't have a clit. Oh, no. <laughs> she does. And that's the point. You can be an awesome, badass, take charge lady and uh, still have a, a sideways happy meal. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't think of anything else and we just ate mcdonald's um that's all i had that just a let's get <gasps> okay let's shine a red light on that bigot <laughs> congressman dude and just it's cp jizzes all over the, <laughs> oh, other, no. the other people I, well that too i was gonna say then fruit flies will jizz on his face and it'll just be hilarious he'll be like telling each of the individual fruit flies i'm straight i'm straight i'm straight i'm straight fruit fly bukkake in the <laughs> pennsylvania senate <laughs> okay wait wait new book idea fruit fly bukkake a hillary clinton story <laughs> yeah um okay so do you want to talk so about fruit fly bukkake to gay bars there's no good way well actually that's a very natural transition when was the last time I had a bukkake? Gay bar. It's like two moves away, actually. Uh, so we're going to talk about gay bars. We're going to talk about gay bars. And I wanted to mention just a couple people that requested episodes. One is, and they DM'd us on Twitter, so I don't know if I should say their name. or Anyway, um, Clever 
said, uh, quote, what he wanted, what to expect from gay culture when you come out or even things you wish you knew before you came out. Um, so that's a little bit more broad than we're going to be talking about. Um, but it just reminded me like, oh, right. I, like we're talking about, like we're going into BDSM and fisting when sometimes it's like, maybe we should start with like, you know, coming going out, yeah, <laughs> go, coming out and going to a bar, like, yeah. you know, so we'll, <laughs> it's, um, and then how uh, to buy underwear, you know, online <laughs> answer solved episode over. Um, uh, Nicholas also on Twitter, uh, more to the point said, quote, as a relatively new gay man, I would love an episode on gay bars slash clubs, what to expect, how to navigate them, what to do and not do, etc. I think it'd be very helpful. And it, he's so right. I am so used to it now, but just as soon as he sent that, I immediately put myself in Kyle, like gay little Kyle's shoes when he first came out and gay bars seem so exciting and scary. So yep. every gay bar you walk in, they rip your clothes off and gang rape you and then tell everybody in your family that you went there. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. that's how it works. Yeah. They ta tattoo you with a needle, which is really some guy's dick. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yes, but I'm really excited to talk about this, and we are going to have a guest on as well. Yeah. Um, so we are going to have on Josh Galassi, um, who is a writer for Queerty, um, which is a paper? That's not true. An internet paper. A zine. Oh, God. That sounds like so, like, you know, early aughts when we were like, ooh, I'm getting published in a zine. You said aughts like a British person. What do we call them? O-O's? The O-O's. The O's. <laughs> um, what's... a Ghost's favorite decade ooze <laughs> i don't know okay um but yes oh josh glassy yeah <laughs> writer for queerty um and he wrote a really popular article i'm gay and disabled and no one in seattle will have sex with me which on queerty got uh 4.7 thousand shares and 106 comments which for comparison i looked in the life section which yeah. this was in and so there was a uh, soup, an article with a super hot selfie of Gus Kentworthy and okay. it was like I am not a twink because he got called a twink and he was posting all these super hot pictures of him I'll send you the article you're, he's not you're, even a twonk really no he's not he's just a hot jock yeah exactly anyway I'll send you the article later uh, speaking of red lights that make you jizz yeah <laughs> aka Gus Kentworthy yeah. um, that article had 1.4 thousand shares okay so so Josh's article was very popular here in Seattle. I've even heard people bring it up, share it to Seattle specific groups. So yeah, we're going to talk to him. Great. Um, I, this is an abrupt feeling ending. Yeah. Do we need to, well, let's gently, gently ease it into the break. So, well, that's the intro, everybody. <laughs> hey, Kyle. Hey, Mike. Looking at this red light. <laughs> No, that's the sound when I just, I just laugh a little bit. And... Yeah. yeah. It comes out your nose. <laughs> oh, never do that again. <laughs> My orgasm noise? Yeah. Should I give you a few more? Maybe I should give myself a few more for options to go with. Okay. <sighs> okay. I hooked up with a guy that kind of made that noise after he came and I never went back. <laughs> just because of that? I stopped returning his calls. I stopped texting him. Then like... again, he was Bigfoot. Well, yeah. So he's hard to get a hold of in the first place. Yeah. Uh, okay. Maybe I'll go with. Huh? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. All right. Maybe we need an episode where I work on sex noises. Um, sex noises. Okay. Now this we're we're done talking. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. Wait. No. That's the BDSM voice. Let's take a break. Is that gay club voice? I don't know. Let's take a break, boys. At a gay bar. Let's take a break at a gay bar. Break at a gay bar. Then get fucked. Fucked. At a gay bar. Fucking A. Are we back? We're back. We're back. We are back. We're here with Josh Glossy. Thank you for being here. Yay. Thanks for having me, you guys. Who are you? Why are you here? I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing here. I just showed up and there's people and mics and things all around. There's Mike. There's mics. There's wine. <laughs> yep. 
Yep. Um, I often break into people's homes just to see if they're recording a podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah so, so we understand. <laughs> yeah. Especially if there's rosé. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah. So listeners of the show will be pleased to know that Josh and I are both drinking rosé. So. This is your first rosé episode in many, many episodes. Oh, man. I took a little break. So don't fuck it up. This one's better. Needs to be better than average. <laughs> oh, I remember after our live show and someone said Kyle gets better after several drinks. <laughs> I agree. I don't know if they meant you or if them drinking. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, Kyle sounds way better when I drink like an entire <laughs> bottle of vodka. Um, okay, so we're going to talk about gay bars. But oh yes, why are you here? Is there a, is why why are we talking? Why are you talking about gay bars with us? Why are we, we just, here? Why are we here? Well, I'm also gay, so okay. Hopefully, right. so hopefully you, that's that's okay. Gay bars? Yeah, yeah. Hopefully that's okay. Every now and then, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, we don't approve of gay people. <laughs> we're, we're, I'm terrified of gay people. <laughs> okay, sometimes I actually am. That's not okay. But anyway, <laughs> it's another story. That's a different yeah different episode. Okay, so I'm gonna start. Uh, this section I just called the Nicholas section because Nicholas was the one that requested this. And I'm going to uh, mention some of his questions and we can answer some of his questions. Yeah, We're just yeah, going to yeah. like straight up have answers. I Great. feel like sometimes people are like, you should do an episode about this. And then we talk about like a TV show about age we watched. And it's like, you didn't actually. Right, 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 right. So, okay. Well, first question. He's newly out. So mm-hmm. uh, what should he expect out of a gay bar? So, Josh, I'll start with you and just... If you can think back to the first time you went to a gay bar, like what what would you say to someone new going? What would you expect? Oh, strippers all around, dicks yeah. on the walls, yeah. just, just everything. Blow <laughs> and blowing. No, I think um, what can they expect? I I think the first time I went to a gay bar, it was like with people that I was comfortable with, um, that I knew, and I think that's really important for your first time, um, just because it can be a little daunting depending on where you go. Um, and I think too, it's important to consider your, your audience, what you into, like if, are you looking for some bears or some otters or, mm. I mean, we're a whole damn zoo in the gay community. So I guess <laughs> just deciding your preferences and going from there. Yeah, that's true. Like thinking about the right gay bar based on what you want. There are like sports gay bars where you can actually watch like a TV with the sports things. Um, or you can go to like dance ones or totally. I mean, at the end of the day, it, it's called a gay bar, but it's just a bar that it, I happens think, right. to have gay people there, right? Like, there's all kinds of di- different, like, some of them are for dancing, some of them are for drinking, some of them are for mixing singles together. Like, it's just like straight bars in terms of, like, variety. Yeah. And some it, of them are steamworks. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's totally true. It's one of those things that seems intimidating. And then you mm-hmm. get there and you're like, oh, this actually isn't as big a deal as I thought it was. It, it's big and important to, you know, because it, it, it is, I'll say, like, when I first went, is like, oh, my God, we're all gay. Because what other spaces do you have <laughs> where you're like, oh, we can all just be totally gay because we're all gay. You <laughs> so know? much peen. So there's a lot of peen. Um yeah, like a big difference. People like checking you out and like, like making you, more outward displays of de- affection. And yeah, you don't have to do furtive glances like you do in public all the time. Like you can just full on stare. Yeah, it's you, fine. Uh, you don't have to do the very first like, oh, are you gay? Look, or you can do just like we're both the gay look. and we're gay. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, okay, so my very first gay bar experience. Mm-hmm. Um, my ex-wife wanted to go to a gay bar for her thirtieth <laughs> oh birthday, and so we went to our place. And I was terrified and then got inside and me and she, she brought like her whole entourage for her birthday. And so I had a fraternity brother and his wife that also came. And so my fraternity brother and I sat at one of those tables against the wall, just like nervously sipping our beer. And the whole time I was thinking, cause I was out to myself. Yeah. Right. Oh my God, this is so disappointing. Like, <laughs> Because you wanted to be one of the gay people. I wanted it to be gayer. Like, I I wanted wanted more, like, nudity and, like, Mm. dicks on the wall and, like... Sex all around. Yeah, and then Mm. when it turned out, it was just, like, a bunch of people dancing and having beers. I was was a little (laughs) underwhelmed. Oh. But it it was also terrifying because I was like, oh, God, they're going to know. They're going to know I'm gay. They're going to, like, they can see the gay written all over me. It's just raiding out of you. (laughs) But that is true uh something you said that then left my mind but it was definitely very i true. love how you listen to me <laughs> i got distracted i have rosé for the first time <laughs> in a while mike don't um no i think like the 
I'm disappointed because it wasn't gayer is actually one of the things. Yeah, if if your only experience is watching it on Queer as Folk, right? Like, so I'm sorry. I'm so <laughs> that's sorry. That's not how it actually is. <laughs> but that's the thing that I think makes it a little bit easier when you first get there. Is yeah, it is not. You're not going to be expected to blow the bouncer to get in, mm-hmm. although sometimes you'll want to, and it's a whole other deal that they might kick you out for. But it's fine. Speaking from experience, never. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, let's see. What other questions? Uh, what to do and what not to do when you're at a gay bar. What to do, I think one thing for sure is to talk to people because yeah. especially in fucking Seattle, everybody expects that they're going to be approached and talked to. What's wrong with that? That's fine. Yeah. No. I don't know how to talk to people. Oh my God. Oh <laughs> they my got God. to come to me. Okay. <laughs> yes, exactly. but, but my experience of Seattle, at least Seattle gay bars is that you can see around the room, like that guy sitting by himself, that guy sitting by himself, that guy sitting by himself and each of them is waiting for the other to go right. and talk, make a, have a conversation. And then you'll see them have their two drinks while they're on the phone, stand up and leave. And they just had a bad experience because I don't know what they expected, but they expected to show up at the gay bar and then like, ta-da, they'd have like a big gay party. And that's, yeah. that's not how it works. Right? Yeah. Like, I would say, and especially, okay, I... I do as I say, not as I <laughs> do, because like I will... You'll you'll do that like you'll do these things where, especially because you know or can assume people are gay now, you'll look at them and you'll have like you'll like I've had this experience where you have growing eye glances where they last longer and longer and you're sure and sure that mm-hmm. you're both looking at each other, but I still won't go to. But go, I mean I'm the same exact way. Yeah, it's terrifying. It's so terrifying. Anyway, if you can be bold. This time you can go up and talk to the person because you know they're not just looking at something on your face. Yep. Well, and I'm going to validate a lot of what you just said. (laughs) I I, seek validation. I will look at somebody across the bar, make eye contact with them, and then immediately like look at the floor like oh my god they know that i just looked at them which (laughs) is okay because it's a gay bar but like the rest of real life it's that's so threatening to be caught looking at somebody that you think is attractive Mm -hmm. because of gay stigma yeah that even though you're in a safe place for that i still immediately knee-jerk reaction can't help it i'm like oh fuck you saw me yeah (laughs) yeah i've been outed at the gay bar (laughs) it's gonna beat me up no we're all gay gay. (laughs) probably gay probably gay that's true in the what not to do category i would definitely say i've seen this this is the other side of the spectrum Mm -hmm. uh just because it's a gay bar does not mean that you can just stick your hands down people's pants Oh, like yeah. I, there are really aggressive guys who go in and they're, I think, new at life, newly out. And they come in and they think, oh, it's an all you can eat buffet. Right. I've arrived. Bring on the chicken wings. Or, or, I don't know. <laughs> I'm here for the main course. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and they're just touchy feely, inappropriate, like personal boundaries and consent still apply. Right. Even in a gay bar. Yeah. There are social graces to be had. Yeah. What else? What else to do and not to do? What to do? Order what you want. Like it's not all. What do you co- mean? It's not all Cosmos and vodka sodas. If you oh, want right. a beer, order a beer. That's fine. That's true. Well, well, that's not true. That's dumb. Don't get a beer because it's gross. But <laughs> beer's wonderful. Um, <laughs> is it? <there? laughs> oh God, is you it? too. Okay, Great. I've just found like if I ever die, <laughs> just talk to Josh and it'll be about the same. We seem to have the same opinions. I mean, mourn me for a, an appropriate period of time. Um. Uh, yeah, I think that actually, like when I used to order apple teenies out, like so gay. <laughs> <laughs> one, it was fun. Like I think embrace those times because it's fun because I get to fucking order an apple teeny because I'm super gay and super wanted <laughs> tasty drink. But then you like as I've grown up, I've started to order different drinks. So yeah, it is not just all vodka crayons and uh, and apple teenies and lemon drops, but. Do those if you want them. Order what you want. Yeah, live your best life, whether that's an apple teeny or an IPA. Mm. <laughs> and then, last one, how to navigate them. Oh, you, <laughs> Josh, you immediately felt like I had a reaction to that. I, um, I'll be honest. So, I don't know if you guys know, but I'm disabled. So, being in any kind of gay bar is always terrifying for me, and I never actually know how to navigate them, <laughs> um, because... It's, I don't know, it's just really freaky because I, it's very rare that I see myself represented at a gay mm-hmm. bar. Mm-hmm. Like, it's always, almost always like able-bodied people. And I, I think for me, 
like I'm an insecure mess, so I automatically just assume like, oh, nobody's gonna want me, or they're gonna look down at me and be like, oh, look at that cute little gay boy at the bar. Like no one's gonna want to like fuck him. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's always scary for me to navigate them. But I think um, just keep drinking and then you get more and more confident <laughs> as the night goes on. Best advice ever. <laughs> um, other, um, anything else that you've learned in that situation that has helped you being disabled in a room full of a, a gay bar specifically mm-hmm. full of able-bodied people? Yeah, I think for me, a big thing is um, going with people that I'm comfortable with, like with friends a lot of times. I know that helps a lot just because, you know, when you're you're with friends, you can kind of just focus on, you know, them and having a good time with them. And um, I think, too, it just it's just like you kind of have to reach a point where you're just like, you know what, fuck it. I'm going to be who I is. And if someone doesn't like that, then, you know, they can go make out with the bartender or someone else. So, um, yeah. Also, things to do make out with a bartender oh, we left yeah. that up. I mean, gay or straight bar like, <laughs> yeah. Make out, yeah if the bartender's hot Just make out with them screw the drink go for the bartender <laughs> bartenders love it when they ask what do you want and you say back your lips yeah. they love it so much every time i do it uh something else in the in to do category i think it, like once you get the bravery to go mm-hmm. take a look around like observe behavior max talked about this actually with the bdsm community mm-hmm. learn what normative behavior is totally. it, because every bar is different and every group of people is different and there's going to be sort of modes of operating that right. you can probably just observe right? Mike, did you just avoid saying the phrase there'll be modus operandi <laughs> no you didn't oh i i'm so much smarter than you first time ever <laughs> That's a 25 cent word right there. <laughs> Damn. Um, you owe me a quarter. Uh, sweet. Um, also, like, yeah, in terms of like bring your friends, uh, like this is your fag hag's job. This is yeah. what she was. <laughs> this is why you have her. She, lo- she loves it. She's excited about this too yeah. for the first time where you would say to her, woman, because, or no, you don't say that to your uh lady <laughs> bitch come on <laughs> <laughs> bitch <laughs> also hashtag me too <laughs> sorry okay no time's up no, time's up. okay no 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 go to your like ta- your fag stag is probably not going to be good at this no your fag stag can be your company there it's yeah. like can be oh you don't disagree all right this i think that like if if you have no one else bring your fag stag or your frat wait sorry i'm just i'm such a caretaker that i would be so worried that my fag stag was worried about being there that i oh wouldn't like let my hair oh. down and have fun I i'd think... just be like like doug or, doug and kobiak our favorite fag stag right yeah. I, I would be like doug are you okay yeah doug do you need anything doug oh. have you been hit on are you uncomfortable well that's really sweet you but like this is the time where you get to be the one everyone if you're new to the gay bar and your friends aren't or you have your fag hag with you like this is the time you get to be the one everyone's making sure is having a good time and bring those people because and comfort yeah and i mean from my experience straight men love going to the gay bars because they get hit on and it makes them feel really good about themselves so oh. and they can drink the drinks they want to drink yeah exactly <laughs> they're delicious straight dudes <laughs> yeah that's true. It, that's like that's like my dad watches Dancing with the Stars and he blames it on his wife, but like he actually really loves it. So you can he you can straight guys you can go to the bar gay bar with your friends have a lemon drop and then you can tell everybody later that you had to have it because you were at a gay bar. You just had to fit in. I love that everyone has that one super like that makes me so happy that your dad watches Dance, Dancing with the Stars. My super straight brother loves Kelly Clarkson. Like. This is what we talk about with stereotypes. Like everyone has like, it's fine, straight people and gay people. You can drink, well, not beer, but like something better, but like do what you want. I'm going to keep drinking beer, Kyle. You're over it. (laughs) He's saying no to Rosé. No way, Rosé. Rosé away. (laughs) Rosé away. It's like a Harry Potter spell. Anyway, uh, Josh, Mm -hmm. uh, we asked you to bring a segment. So what do you want to talk about? Oh, my goodness. Well, I'm a a serious research journalist. So I found some sure a a really cute uh, report. And because my whole thing is like, are are people actually meeting in gay bars? Oh, this is a great question. You know, is is it all on the apps these days? And I actually found one study from 2017. So it might be a little bit outdated. But it did, it did say 
um, that out of the people that they surveyed, they found that 81% were not using apps or website at all. And so the way that they met people, there's a whole list. So the top five, um, it was through friends was 39%. At work was 15%. And then uh, at bars or other public areas was the third one. Okay. So and then Was it straight people also? That you know, I'm not quite sure. I think it might have been a whole mix of different people, but I'd be interested to see if it's different, you know, between straight or gay people. You really yeah. can replace Kyle when he dies because when he brings a research <laughs> something research, yeah. then I ask a whole bunch of questions oh, that, love that it. he doesn't know the answers to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, like, who did the study? Yeah. I'm like, uh, it was probably like Stormy Daniels that <laughs> commissioned this. <laughs> I heard of her nonprofit to do research into the, the sex lives of oh, Americans. Yeah. She took her hundred and thirty thousand sure. dollars seed money and started a nonprofit <laughs> with it. Man, seed money has never been more true. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, I would. It, yeah, I, I I think I saw a lot of things that said apps are killing the gay bar, but I don't right. necessarily think that's the case like, and and what you're saying is yeah it's not that everyone's meeting on apps there right. are other ways that people meet people and what has it been for you guys like do you guys find that you're that you're like meeting people like in the flesh versus on apps oh or? no i only meet people on apps oh yeah yeah <laughs> I, I meet them in the fleshlight <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> um no i uh uh i find that i do way better in bars mm-hmm. and that's I'm, I'm slightly more brave than like you guys it sounds like you guys are like going and talking to people (laughs) um and i think i'm just unattractive on apps for whatever reason i don't know what it is like we we need to do the we've decided that we need to do a make up makeover 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 an app makeover show because we both are that shit yeah (laughs) oh my god i that okay talk about being intimidated of gay people like if the queer eyes were here i'd be like i'm trash like i'm I'm a mess (laughs) please do something about all of this yeah fix everything anyway sorry i think i'm a lot more attractive in person at least that's my my experience of myself and i do Mm -hmm. way better at bars at meeting people like i've made out with and gone home with more strangers from bars than online by far oh okay well that's very different for me um (laughs) i also fuck a lot of people from apps so but um what i do relate to is like some of my uh Good job. Gorgeous. Cut. That's cut. It's no, cut. keep it in. Just keep it in. Keep it in. Uh, this is I'll all the do shit one you better. Don't no. <laughs> Straightest thing about us this week. Burp contest. Um uh no, I I have met so many of my really close friends at gay bars, and it might be because we first made out and hooked up and then we realized we were friends, or mm. but I don't always feel that way when you I hook up on apps is like I feel, to me, those are less likely to be, it has happened, but they're less likely to become friendships. Whereas people I meet in bars, even if I do fuck them or they fuck me or, you know, probably they fuck me, um, that I still like, I still may, that may turn into a gay friendship and my gay posse. Oh, precious. Yeah, right? <laughs> how about, how about friends? How often do, that was the first one, right? The, the most, the most, uh, yeah, answered was so friends. people, people met more through friends than through bars according to this study by stormy daniels <laughs> so um my friend group seems kind of closed right now like mm-hmm. i don't like i'm not gonna date any of them and there's no more fresh blood in that pool like but have you met people through friends how did you how did you and uh, jay-z meet oh this is before there were apps yeah oh there was craigslist well, I don't know if this is trashier <laughs> or better. It was through Manhunt. Oh. Okay. And so I, very first time I met him, I sucked his dick. It was great. You hunted that, man. I did. I did exactly what that website was intended for. And and then we, yeah. So, but similar idea of meeting up with someone uh, for sex. Then we ran into mm-hmm. each other around the hill. And at first I was terrified. and But then it was like, oh, it's fine. And then we started dating. Um, and then uh, everything fell apart, but it's fine. <laughs> well, Trevor and I met through friends. So that's a terrible idea. Don't do that. <laughs> 
what we've just said is meeting people on apps and through friends results in tragedy. So I guess just <laughs> just give up. <laughs> Die alone. Die alone. <laughs> Your dogs will love you forever, unconditionally. Yeah. Are you looking at me because it's my turn or because it's silence time? Oh, yeah, yeah. This is the part in the podcast where we really encourage you to, you know, take care of yourself and just sit and think and reflect on. No, fuck that. <laughs> Mike, it's your turn. We don't do that. All right. So uh, I don't know if I've talked about it on the podcast yet or not. My dad and I just went on a trip together. It's a thing. I want to see all 50 state capitals. And there are five of them all in the central, west, uh, central southern portion of the of the U.S. And we drove to all of them but one of our stops was new orleans and so while in new orleans i kind of had to s sneak away from dad so that i could go and visit a really cool gay bar that's there in new orleans so jean lafie's blacksmith shop is the name of a bar that's right on bourbon street in the french quarter in new orleans and it was built the building was built in the 1770s and it has been a bar um since the early 19th century so 1840 something i think that they said I can't find it right now. It's been a bar or a gay bar? A bar. Okay, okay so different people ran it, but hmm. it was a bar continuously. And then in the mid-1940s, a man named Roger Kaplinger started calling it Café Lafitte, and it became a popular night spot, and it started having a bohemian crowd that would visit. Well, bohemian is 1940s for, for queer. Oh, yeah? Like, mm. in, in a lot of ways. I didn't know that. My goodness. Um, there were uh, celebrities like uh, Noel Coward and Tennessee Williams. Do you know Tennessee Williams? She wrote that play about raisins. Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. Didn't she write... Uh... He? Katy Perry? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, ten, um, uh, a Raisin in the Sun? What? Did I invent... What are you talking about? <laughs> Do you are you checking right now to see if it's a no, thing? I, I, no, ra reason in the sun is it's um, Lorraine Hansberry. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, it actually in part got shut down because of all the gay shit that was happening there. Fucking gay. The the landlord <laughs> the landlord was like, mm -mm, no, shut it down. So the landlord sold the building in 1953, and uh, the guy Kaplinger who had started the bar moved to the other end of the same block and opened this bar, Café Cafe Lafitte in Exile. Oh, that's and, awesome. And it was opened as a gay bar and has been a gay bar since 1953. Wow. And they weathered a whole bunch of shit. It's now, a, um, let's see, a Truman Capote has, has or frequented that. I guess he's dead. He can't say present tense. Truman Capote uh, went, went there. Tennessee Williams. These are, these are really famous old facts. Just like... <laughs> If you Kevin Spacey. <laughs> um, but it claims to be the oldest gay bar in operation in the United States. And oh, it's, wow. it's a neat little spot. I had fun. I had a drink. I left. <laughs> were you one of those people you were just talking about that had a drink and sat alone and then left? I need to add myself to this Wikipedia article. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. like their, their famous gay clientele over the years. Yeah. Included. Tennessee Williams and yeah. Mike. <laughs> it's weird because what you're reminding me of is just like gay bars are really important to our history. Like mm -hmm. a lot of, and I'll, we all say gay bars, but it's, you know, expansive. It's uh, bars for that was it welcomed homeless people because particularly they were gay, lesbian, bi, queer, um, you know, that welcomed drag queens, that welcomed all these like different people in there, you know, Stone Stonewall Riots is the most notable one, but like gay bars are really important to our community. So I think mm -hmm. that's also something at least to appreciate, you know, I don't, I mean, I don't spend too much time thinking about history, but like at least appreciate when you're there that lots of people have fought to make that something you can go to and it not be a huge deal right because it hasn't always been that way yeah dance clubs in the 19th century and then bars in the 20th century are why we have a gay community right like there was mm -hmm. no other place for those people to congregate so that they could create an identity so that they could start fighting for rights and uh so you're you're dead on you're correct you're right you like it when I say that. You want me to keep saying it? Yeah. I'm going to replay this every night <laughs> <laughs> while I look at myself in the mirror. <laughs> uh, Stonewall is another one that uh, is a really sort of important and old fixture um, that I went to. Yeah. It's not nearly as big as you think. It's like the size of this room. and um, Very helpful to our podcast listeners. <laughs> I mean, it's a living no, room. My, my condo is like not huge, so. <laughs> All, again, 
very descriptive. Approximately 500 square feet, Kyle. That's that's more like it. You're a bitch. I'm... He's giving context. I'm giving context. <laughs> and I'm being you, like you be to me. Yep. <laughs> okay. I've taught you well. <laughs> I've never been more proud. Uh, anyway, that's Cafe Lafitte, the oh. oldest bar, gay bar operating in the United States. That's that awesome. I, I went there and it was... Do we have listeners in the place that you said that was? New Orleans? New Orleans? Do we have New Orleans listeners? Louisiana? Sure. We probably. should... Uh, do we are we making another ploy to get people in a place to listen to us more? Tell your Louisiana friends <laughs> to listen to us. Shout out Louisiana. Represent. <laughs> that was enough pandering to them. Okay. Something I want to talk about now is gay bars and assault. Oh no. <laughs> Way to bring it down. I know. <laughs> um, okay, so um, I read a couple articles and I'll start with one that uh, said or was called quote how does Harvey Weinstein happen visit a gay bar with me oh shit that's bold Uh, you both I love this okay I will now give better context than Mike gave about the room like you both moved backward from your microphone and had a (laughs) facial reaction uh, to what I said like yeah and it's like yeah that is a in that split second it was harvey weinstein he's a fucker and i hate him go to a gay bar oh my god they're associating those two things together that's ridiculous wait but they're kind of right (laughs) so these are this like if you just summarized the conflict of that article yeah that's it so it was an op-ed piece on the usa today which i guess is still a paper good for them (laughs) they're still in print that's great that's fine yeah um written by mark and binder and he talked about being at a gay bar but also some of the excuses that gay bars might give for groping for assault Mm -hmm. some of those are um that's just what it's like here or don't hold us up to heteronormative standards or uh that's just how we um i said like mating rituals which i feel weird about saying but like that's just how we this is how we fuck. Flirt or Basically, fuck or... all excuses be terrible. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So his point was like, those are all excuses and terrible excuses of why we give to, no, gay bars actually are very much, you know, ha- that same idea of allowing some kind of assault to happen and not thinking anything of it. So, uh, yeah. What other reactions do y'all have? Well, earlier when we were like, yeah, go to a gay bar. It'll be great. You'll have fun. And now we're like, no, but like, don't. Be it's careful. Be careful. Die. Oh, my God. Back to the do's and don'ts. Mm-hmm. Don't leave your drink ever. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's great. Unless you like. Unless you're asking for it. <laughs> yes. Oh, no. Well, Kyle and I were at a, at a gay bar in uh, in Maine, Portland, Maine, uh, and we had a drag queen say, um, if you're going to roof me, make it a double. I have a high tolerance. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love that so much. But, like, like, we really do have a problem with roofies and mickeys right. in the gay community and just... Mickey? Ke- Mickeys? What's a mickey? It's a, an older word for roofie. Oh, Daddy Mike. Oh, okay. <laughs> Showing your age. Have you heard that, Josh? No, I've never heard okay, that. Okay, okay. Um, I'm going to look it up and make time. sure that it's Before actually a thing, but... Uh, yeah, so, but, like, keep your drink with that, you at all times, is, never mm-hmm. let it out of your sight. If you have to, leave it, like, leave it with somebody or leave it with the bartender. Mm, yeah. But anyway, uh, and yeah, any, Joshua, any reactions to that article? Yeah, interesting. Like, I, I don't think gay bars are meant to be an excuse to just go up and grope people, and I don't think that's how they should operate. But I think it is kind of, I don't know, it's, it, it is difficult because I, there are like so many stereotypes of gay men like oh we're just all like sex raged like horny ass bitches that just <laughs> want to touch each other and um so yeah i think i don't know like what you're saying like what not to do just making sure that you are are safe and hopefully don't get assaulted <laughs> try, try not, try to, get... not to yeah no i think the the what we've learned from talking to women about mm-hmm. rape is it is not about you get to wear whatever you want. You get to do what you want as long right. as you're, you know, not hurting. And it's like dance however you want, wear what you want, whatever it is there. If someone takes that as a sign to touch you, that's their fault. So right. it's not your fault. But also I think it's important just to be aware that that happens at gay bars. And mm-hmm. I, I'll, what do you think? I would say pretty commonly that people would touch you, grope you, 
something right. appropriate. Do y'all agree that it's common? Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I, I don't think that we have it nearly as bad as women. I want to say that right. disclaimer right up front. And I think that men are culturalized to not be afraid of social gathering scenes. Like they're the predators in a straight bar. Mm-hmm. And so they've never really been taught by our society to watch out for themselves, to watch their drink, to make sure that somebody doesn't follow you into the bathroom. Like those are the lessons that we teach little girls. And yeah. and so when a gay man comes out, especially if it's later in life, I think, and starts going to bars, they need to learn all of those lessons because again, we don't teach those lessons to boys of yeah. watch out right. for yourself, know who you're with, you know, lock the door behind you if you go into the stall. Yeah. And I think too, cause you know, when the whole like me too thing was happening, like there, it, it is very prevalent with women, but I think too, it's important to remember that like male sexual assault is a thing as well that happens very commonly. And I don't know what it is about our society, but I know like a lot of male friends that have experienced sexual assault, they're almost like ashamed to discuss it. And mm. so um, I think just being aware of that and like making sure that people know that it's not just like a, a female issue that it does happen to men as well. Yeah. And I think, um, I lost my train. Bye train. Bye. Bye. On the train to Georgia. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I I agree that there are like, especially when men. Yeah, I think part of the reason they're embarrassed to bring it up Mm -hmm. uh, is because the expert, like if you bring up assault, it's like, oh, lucky you that someone wanted to have sex with you and did that where it's like, and especially being gay, that ups the like, oh, you totally wanted sex. So uh, I. And in this article, they talked, uh, he talked about like people saying like when someone would bring up, oh, someone just like grabbed my dick and I didn't want to. Then they're like, oh, fine. You're so attractive. Look at you. Like it's right. al- almost like people think you're bragging about that, which is like that's f- fucked up. I've learned to and I'm just now unlearning it, like learn to just say that, oh, I may get my ass slapped or someone may grab my dick. And that's just how it is, mm-hmm. which I'm kind of like you're jaded now. Definitely jaded. <laughs> Definitely listen to Aerosmith and uh, yeah, but like I'm starting to unlearn that starting to remember, even though I'm not good at confronting it, like that is not okay. Just because gay people have always slapped each other on the ass doesn't mean that's appropriate or okay. Yeah. Yeah. It is when football players do it though. (laughs) Yeah. Smack on the ass. Yeah. Okay. So then camaraderie. Yeah. It builds camaraderie somehow. Only on your the football field. Yeah, next time you're in a gay bar and you want to grab somebody's ass, just go ahead and then say go team afterwards. And it's <laughs> yeah. gonna be fun. It makes it all okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then after that, I think a lot of people had a similar reaction to you, but you then just stuck with their initial reaction of like, oh no, that's wrong. And so and in The Advocate, there was an article called uh, Comparing Harvey Weinstein to a Night at a Gay Bar is Insane. So that's by Lane Hudson. Um, and he said, I didn't mention this, but... Mark Imbinder, the one who wrote the original article, is gay. I mm. did a lot of like, I that was important to me to look that up to mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Um, he's married uh, to a guy named Michael, so you know that's probably good for you. Go, um, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, Lane Hudson in this Advocate article said, "quote National security journalist Mark Imbinder stepped out of his zone of expertise right into a big pile of shit." Excellent. <laughs> So a lot of people had this reaction of they don't like the way that characterized gay bars and Mm. they believe that article ignored some of the finer points like he'd mentioned. Well, even though you're not like directly giving in consent in some of these scenarios, you're giving eye contact and nonverbal cues that say like like there's more um, uh, nuance to it than just you walked up someone and touched them. There are times when eye contact or nonverbal cues give the go ahead for that victim blaming i think me uh yeah well i mean i think all of this the point like what i'm coming away with is like it's it's more complex than we're making right. it out to be the people that had the media reaction of like oh no that's wrong the harvey comparing us to wants harvey weinstein is just wrong mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like it's, they're just not admitting that this is an issue at gay bars. So yes, I think sometimes that is victim blaming just because you're at a gay bar doesn't mean someone can slap your ass. But also I think he's right. Like sometimes the eye contact that you make, the walking over, the smiling, the, Hey, do you want to drink? Like those are nonverbal cues that say, or sometimes verbal that say, 
we're into each other and this is going somewhere. What's the most inappropriate thing that's ever happened to you at a bar? I think the most inappropriate thing is probably something I've done to someone else. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I'm just kidding. Um, This drunk guy did have to get kicked out once uh, because he was like being overly aggressive, uh, hitting on me. And Mm. um, I actually... Okay, this is fun. I, it's weird that I'm taking enjoyment of it. That, it was fun because, like, the bartender said, is this guy bothering you? Which, like, that's a line I've always wanted someone to say to me. That's classic. <laughs> but I did, I, even then, he was bothering me. He was kept hitting on me persistently. I was trying oh, to talk God. to someone else. He was super drunk um, and being very inappropriate. Um, and when he said, is this guy bothering you? I said, no. Like, I just, I don't know. It's just what you expect so anyway they did end up throwing him out in spite of what i said which i really liked um because it was like it doesn't matter this is not appropriate behavior whether or not this me this person says that it's bothering him or not so yeah 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 Yeah, i mean i've had i've had bad experiences where i don't know i was like with my ex it was actually at our place a bar in seattle and like my ex ran into his ex and he, I don't know, he whispered something about like, oh, take your special friend home, referring to me because he knew I was disabled. And so just awful things like mm-hmm. that. I think that's probably like the worst. And it was just like, oh my God, people are actually terrible. Um, oh, shit. So yeah. But other than that, I mean, nobody, I don't know. I never, I usually just like stay in my little corner and wait for people to approach me <laughs> when I go places. So um yeah nothing other than that has really happened so mike what about you oh early early on after i came out uh like one of my first experiences out at a bar went to neighbors a bar here in Mm. seattle and met up with some friends and a friend of a friend uh followed me to the bathroom and then like going down that little corridor pushed me into the disabled bathroom and and locked the door behind us and i was in this like consent right i was in this phase of just roll with it like maybe this is how gay people roll i don't know because it was mm. i was baby gay um luckily nothing happened but just like the physical act of being grabbed and pulled into a bathroom i, I felt pretty gross about that yeah that's offensive because maybe actual disabled people needed that bathroom. <laughs> yeah maybe we need to <laughs> use that stall horrible. get out of there <laughs> no what so he first of all i'm sorry that's fucked up so what did he do when you got in the like the room you said nothing happened but like what did what did he do yeah so he like kind of pulled me close and then wanted to look in the mirror to and he was like look how look how attractive we are together and i was like all right okay thanks this was fun i'm gonna go now bye that's so weird (laughs) very weird (laughs) that's so weird (laughs) right what could have been what could have been (laughs) that's so weird yep i can't get over um yeah your new boyfriend is a drag queen finally let's talk about him yeah (laughs) well i think that's actually an important thing of what to expect and what it was intimidating to me at first is drag queens oh absolutely because you're like they seem outspoken and maybe it's just in general anyone who's confident in themselves i'm like why how did you do that but yeah they're they're outspoken confident they have zingers they're beautiful they're like there's so many things so yeah expect them and and uh yeah what do you have you been out with your boyfriend when he's been in drag oh yeah absolutely so he does this show like he does mama's mimosas at unicorn every sunday yeah um so i went to that and it's what's his name uh his His drag drag oh i'm still learning the culture it's uh vanity white (laughs) (laughs) that's so if you're in seattle uh, feel free to say hi respectfully to Vanity White. Yeah. I, t- I, I took Ma Johnson of Ma, Mom's Planning with Ma Johnson mm-hmm. uh, oh. to Moses with Mama on uh, Mother's Day. And she loved year. it, right? She loved it. <laughs> um, anyway, so you've been with him. Yeah, to, um, we've been to the Unicorn. He also does a show at Barca. So I've been in that, but it's kind of funny because um, before I met him, like I couldn't tell you the first thing about drag or drag culture um you know i've been to a few shows but i i never really understood um just what they do it's i know it's a huge shocker but they don't have a lot of drag queens in montana (laughs) (laughs) so yeah it's been a really interesting like learning experience but i think what drag queens are doing for the gay community is just like so important you know they're creating these spaces where 
you know, you can, you can feel safe and have fun and be exuberant and, um, yeah, it's one of the things I love about him. So Aww. yeah. Yeah. Is but, it true that Montana's favorite drag queen is Shania Twain? Oh my God. Well, she's <laughs> on anymore. our, yeah, she's on our shit list now. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think the biggest thing I would say as someone who was nervous about drag queens in general mm-hmm. is like, I want a drag queen on my side. If, if shit Absolutely. goes down, mm-hmm. they are the ones you get behind physically to protect you. Like, you drag queens are your friends. They're making it okay for uh, like you to just be whatever expression you want of yourself. So exactly. that's what I think about. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And um, yeah, it's just, it's, it really is like its own culture and I just, there's so much I'm still learning and what was like the biggest surprise and what you've learned so far? Oh my gosh. Well, I've been hearing a lot about Robbie Turner. Oh <laughs> yes. Me too. <laughs> Hashtag me Sing- too. <laughs> 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 we probably have to change it for like just general grooming, like hashtag me also, like just to make yeah. it clear. <laughs> That's not as catchy, but yeah, I've been hearing a lot about that and I have people that are friends with Robbie mm-hmm. Turner. Uh, and is that his last name? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Okay. Cause he's based in Seattle. Yeah. It? Yeah. Yeah. There was, uh, there's, uh, th- I would not know this except for the gayer of my friends, um, who have told me about, so Robbie Turner, uh, drag queen who is on RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah. True? I think either one of the RuPaul's, either the regular one or the all-stars. I'm not Something. entirely sure. <laughs> Some kind of, yeah. This I'm is, very educated yeah, as you can tell. Yep. Same with us. Um, but, uh, he said that he was an uber where his uber driver got shot and killed yeah they like died or something the, or the Whoa. uber driver died in some way and yeah. like rupaul tweeted out like so sorry everyone was like thinking about him and it turned out that might not be true like he basically lied about the whole thing <laughs> but sounded like maybe he was going through something his own mental uh, well, this is conjecture. I don't know Robbie or don't right. know anything. It could be that one of the explanations is he's going through something mentally or his own um, issues. So um, I think everyone's like denouncing him right now. We're angry about it, but like... Wait, so maybe he killed the Uber driver? No, no, no. no, no. It just never happened. No one died. <laughs> oh, you were you making a joke? Maybe. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on if everyone yeah. laughed or not. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so it just never happened. But like, I, I don't know. I'm like, everyone like, he, not, he, he didn't do any harm and he might be going through his own thing. So like, just, I don't know. Yeah. Do you have a different hot take? I mean, I feel like he, he should have owned up to his, his, uh, his lies. Yeah. Because I feel like he's at a point right now where he's just kind of keeping it going and I don't know. It's yeah. But that said, not all drag queens are terrible. They're really wonderful and doing wonderful things. Yeah. Hashtag not all men dress as ladies. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag not all drag queens. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um. So I was going to do this thing of the the gay bar Seattle's gay bars mm. give a one word review, and NA because you haven't been there is acceptable. Okay. Okay. We're we're doing we're giving this. All three of us are going to give our uh-huh. one word review of all of these gay bars. Okay? okay. Well, what about poor New York people? Well, and others. All right. This is the this is the Seattle folks section. If you're not in Seattle, press that skip forward button. <laughs> yep. Uh, our place. Kyle. One word. Yes. I can't. But uh, okay. Dance rush. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I had a really bad experience there. It scarred me. Straightish. Oh, okay. Uh, Madison Pub. Kyle. Sports. Josh. Dig it. <laughs> That's hyphenated. We're it's making one word. Yeah. Uh, cozy. Oh. Um. So neighbors. Kyle. Eighteen. Josh. Straight. Pedophilia. Okay. <laughs> uh, Nick. Pony. Kyle. Dicks. Josh. Dicks. <laughs> Mine is dicks. Yeah. <laughs> the dick fecta. Um, uh, see Seattle's. Kyle. Daddy dick. All one word. Josh. Suspenders. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Harry. Um, oh, I should have gone with doubles <laughs> like <laughs> they're every drink oh, oh yeah is strongest four in seattle folks someone asked for a double and the bartender laughed and was like 
No, no. You just, <laughs> like you just, you just get a just drink. drink this one. <laughs> uh, Wild Rose. Kyle. Ladies. Being ladies. Oh, no, just ladies. Ladies. Jo- Josh. Pink. Subaru. Okay. <laughs> uh, Crescent Lounge. Kyle. Huh? That's my word. Huh? Oh, Josh. Karaoke. Uh, N.A. Uh, I don't think I've ever been there. Yes, you have. Oh, we went I there went with you. After there were all our, those straight people. After our first podcast episode, we went to Crescent Lounge and got fucked They have, up. like, daily karaoke. It's wonderful. Yeah. Karaoke. Karaoke. Yeah. Uh, Diesel. Kyle. Dead is. Josh. Daddy-like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with tacos. It always smells like tacos in there. Anyway, because Wild Rose is nearby. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> um, hey Mike. Hey Kyle. You want to go to a gay bar? Gay bar. We're going to a it's, gay it's, bar. It's, Isn't that But really, oh, do, are we? Are doing I don't know. Do you want to take a break? Yeah, let's take a break. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. Okay. <laughs> Bye. I mean, oh wait, for a little bit. Break. Break. This is the part where Mike and Kyle take a break. Are we back? We're back. We're back. Uh, we, We're going to do our gayest and straightest. But first. But first. Our website is gayishpodcast.com. We are at Gayish Podcast on it's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook groups, YouTube, Scruff. Uh, Bumble. Bumble. <laughs> Locks and bagels. Um, oh, yeah. I'm fucking doing our email address so that you have. Okay. Our email is gayishpodcast at gmail.com. And you can leave us a voicemail or a text message at our hotline, which is 5855-GAYISH. That's 585-542-9474. Standard rate supply. Uh, we can, we can, you can read Josh's articles on Queerty at uh, Queerty.com. Uh, another one that was really interesting we didn't talk about was uh, you wrote about uh, when you should come out as disabled uh, when mm. uh, on Grinder. So I'd suggest that. But anything else yeah, uh, you anything you want to plug? know? Kyle doesn't Ew. count. Web- um, uh, <laughs> 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 Why not? I'm a taken man. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's right. We don't want to piss off your drag queen boyfriend because they will fuck you oh, up. No, I don't want to. <laughs> She'll be coming for you, Hunty. No. <laughs> um, yeah, anything else you want to plug? I mean, you can just find me on social media under my name, Josh Galassi. Oh, but your Twitter name oh, is yeah, my Twitter name. Classy. Uh, classy J. Glassy is okay. where it's at because I'm a classy mofo. Okay. And then I think Instagram, Josh Glassy 23 Facebook, Josh Glassy, because there's 23 personalities in this one body. Yeah. So <laughs> much. Someone actually was like in the vein of people saying like, you know, hey, Josh, I'll fuck you. In yeah. the comments, someone was like, where's his Instagram account? Because oh. people wanted to look at. Oh, find it. Find it. <laughs> yeah, you have to do a little bit if of you work want, to get if you there. want it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so we're going to do our gayest and straightest. Let's do our gayest and straightest. Um, so the gayest thing about me this week is um, I met one of my friend of a friend. We hung out and I was saying goodbye and he held up a hand and I didn't know what I was. He was sitting down and I was standing up and I felt like I was supposed to know what to do with it, like high five or <laughs> bumper. I don't know. And I just looked at it like I just looked at his hand. <laughs> I didn't. It was wor- even worse that I didn't just try anything because I just looked at his hand and then he stood up and gave me a hug <laughs> right after that because I think he got I was like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with that? So uh, the straightest thing about me is my weekend consisted of two outfits that's true that i've rotated between (laughs) are you wearing one now this is the same thing i wore on friday to work and i've been in many like i've been back i've been staying at someone's place for like since friday and i've just been like okay how can i make these two things and i just another reason i'm a trash person (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> anyway mike you smell okay though oh thank you i was worried about that <laughs> uh let's see the gayest thing about me this week uh, we were having dinner the other night and kyle said that he I, I forget exactly what it was but he had something that he wanted to share and um i but i when he said it i immediately thought of c-h-e-r share <laughs> and i was kind of confused for a little bit but i was like kyle <laughs> Are you talking about Cher? You did. Then I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah. Thank you. I'm a, that's my alter ego drag person. Yeah. It's just Cher? Yeah. Yeah. Just Cher. 
Um, and the straightest thing about me this week was I watched all of Roseanne, at least the episodes that have come out. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, I liked it, and I don't apologize. Oh, brave. Yeah. yeah. That's a... I mean, sure, she's a bitch and hates everything awesome and loves the president, but, you know, I liked the original show. I like this show. It reminds me of home because I think that there is a lot more in the middle than the media or the political spectrum would have us believe. And totally. I think uh, they do a really good job on that show that, of illustrating that people from different stripes can get together and coexist and love each other. And it's pretty important. That don't impress me much. <laughs> mm-hmm. Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, whose bed have your boots been under? God, do I have boots? That's I, yeah. another Shania Twain reference. Anyway, it's, it's fine. <laughs> Man, I feel like a woman. <laughs> hey, Josh. Hey, guys. What, what's your gayest and straightest thing? Oh, my God. My straightest thing. I think the straightest thing for me this week is, I'll preface with, I'm terrible with any kind of manual labor. Mm-hmm. And so I, what is it, at work this week, I bought a um, a desk organizer. Very exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm pretty sure it was like a transformer or something <laughs> made from Ikea because I could not for the life of me figured out. So I had my straight friend or my straight coworkers and boss put it together. It was like a three person job. I'm like, I'm gay. I don't know how to do this. So I mean, they did it for me and it was wonderful. So yeah. sometimes you just got to play that gay card to get, get oh what God. you want. I, yeah. I um, yeah. And then my straightest thing, I'm trying to think, I know, I think for me, I've realized that I don't really have any gay friends. And oh. so I'm like, I know a lot about, like, I might not know much about RuPaul's Drag Race, but I do know how to pleasure a woman if I ever need to. So thanks <laughs> to they, all my straight friends. Do they talk about that a lot? Oh my God, all the time. I am like always talking, because it's just so fascinating to me. Like just, there's so many buttons and parts and like, <laughs> I don't know how men, straight men do it. I mean, you got to give it to them for putting all that effort in. Like, you got to give it to them for giving it to them. Praise be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll are, give it to them. Are you... <laughs> are you then always like the gay one out of your group yeah yeah oh absolutely and yeah it's just like whether i'm with straight men or straight women we always just talk you know i've heard a lot about period sex period sex oh period sex it happens it's just just, so weird so many interesting things that you just never would have thought and like even the vernacular that straight people use like blowouts and like it's just like a whole like, nother world blowout is a hair thing apparently right? it's like when a girl is really loose or something it's oh. it's like yeah if women ever thought that straight men were terrible they are correct <laughs> they are pretty awful so i i actually kind of like being when i'm with a bunch of straight people being the gay one because oh, yeah. i can it's make so easy gay jokes and it, yeah. they'll all laugh uh, like and like so sassy and yeah. like, oh. <laughs> yeah. oh me yeah, <laughs> yeah that's awesome so that's it. That is it. This has been Gayish. A special thank you as always to Charlie Finn for the use of our theme music. And thank you to Josh Galassi for being here and talking to us. Thank you so much for having me, guys, because it's been beautiful and wonderful. Oh, thanks. Oh, thanks. <laughs> and thanks to this bottle of rosé, who I welcome back into my life orally and rectally. <laughs> uh, I want to thank Shania Twain. No. <laughs> Why? Just because... She's put up with a lot in this episode. Good. But, <laughs> Deal with it. Yeah. I think she deserves it. Yeah. Maybe you guys are going to have to fill me in on what her problem is. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, we'll do it. Um, off mic. Off mic. Off mic. Uh, yeah. uh, and are there any more thank yous? Um, I don't know, Josh. You want to thank anyone? Thanks to my dear little Evan. He's uh, so wonderful. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Who you can see on Sundays at Mimosas with Mama. That's right. Or the third Wednesday of every month at Barca. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's it. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. Until next week, be butch, be fabulous, be you. Bye. See you next week. See you go next week. Go to a gay bar. Yeah, go to a gay bar. Don't get revved. Don't be. And hear me as I will sing. Hey, and by the way. hear what your words bring oh p.s i'm gay absolutely absolutely that's fag-tastic yeah fag-tastic yeah